1: Good morning. It's September 7th, 2022, and this is 5-Minute Daily Devotionals with Religionless Christianity. This morning we'll be reading Luke chapter 16, verse 18. And it reads, Everyone who divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery, and he who marries a woman divorced from her husband commits adultery. You know, boy, of all the lost teachings in Scripture. Is there any greater than the teaching on divorce? You know, we see only one carve-out for divorce taught by Jesus, and that's really in Matthew chapter 5, verse 32. He says, But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Yet people get divorced for all sorts of reasons aside from adultery— and we rarely ever see anyone speak against it. In fact, it's usually the opposite. We listen with a sympathetic ear as our friends or loved ones explain why they're going to get a divorce, and we console them and tell them it's probably the right thing to do. But it isn't the right thing to do, and we as Christians should not be afraid to say it's not the right thing to do. Now, I'm not suggesting there are you know, abusive situations that people need to escape from, But so much of divorce in this country and around the world are for selfish reasons. I read an article, and I'll have it linked down in the show notes, but they listed the top 10 most commonly used reasons for divorce. Adultery was number 10, and abuse wasn't even on the list. So the top nine reasons were all selfish reasons. It's something you weren't happy about that led you to wanting to leave. And if we're going to follow Christ and set an example in this country, marriage should be the first place we set that example. You know, there's a lot of good teaching out there on marriage, but we as Christians need to be the leaders on making lifelong, happy, Christ-honoring marriages the standard.
0: And This is one of those teachings by Jesus we gloss over. Like, I even have a hard time Taking him serious because of my mind so conformed to the world's way of reasoning. But it seems pretty clear. I understand this is something that is very hard to come to realize if you're married to someone who is very difficult, like maybe they're just plain mean with their words and hurtful or disrespectful. But Jesus only gives one reason for divorce, and we can think of a hundred other reasons <laughs> uh, to having a divorce, though, but i'm I'm just thankful God stays faithful to us because we give him a million reasons to cut us off. When we consider marriage in light of our marriage to Christ, aren't we thankful that adultery is the only reason to divorce? We can look at the passage where God says He will spit out the lukewarm believer. And that is the equivalent of being an adulterer towards God or serving two masters. He does not tolerate unfaithfulness. Now, we may sin and confess and find forgiveness, and that is how we are to be towards our spouses. But God's love endures our sinfulness, so we are able to endure our spouse's sinfulness and don't give up praying for them. If they are an unbeliever, we are also instructed to not divorce because we may win them over. 1 Peter uh, chapter 3, verse 1 says, Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they, without a word, may be won by the conduct of their wives. When they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. So in caring for our spouse's souls, we endure in hopes they will be saved. And we are saved by God's faithful, enduring love and patience with us.
1: And our psalm of the day comes from Psalms 129, verses 5 and 6. They read, May all who hate Zion be put to shame and turned backward. Let them be like the grass on the housetops, which withers before it grows up.
0: Our proverb of the day comes from Proverbs chapter 7, verses 4 and 5. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call insight, your intimate friend, to keep you from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress, with her smooth words.
1: And I'll end praying for you from Psalms 145. May the Lord show you he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love that the Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. May you know the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth, that the Lord preserves all who love him. God bless.